Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. How's this going? It's another episode of Bold Sports Pittsburgh. Got Matt here with me. He's got a big old yingling in his hand. Like, are, are you in a stadium tonight, or are you on my couch? I no. I, if I were in a stadium, I would have paid like sixteen dollars for this bad boy. Instead, you paid two at Sheets. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and they don't give you a plastic bag with it at the stadium. That's you got to carry it in your hand like a loser. Ah, uh, sheets with the bag, you know. Or she, sheets she, with sheets the bag. bags are reusable. They also are recyclable. Uh, Sheets bags are great for kitty litter, by the way. Kitty litter is yeah. a good place. To, I, I use them to line garbage cans. Oh, you use them to line garbage cans? Sometimes you just fill them with like old crappy golf balls and just take it down to the park. Uh, well, I have woods crushing from my house, so I actually hit them off my back hill over the house at the end of the woods. So then you don't go get the balls. I do not. If you go crushing from my house, there's, you'll find golf balls <laughs> over there. There's probably at least... I don't know, two dozen, uh, just from last year. So you just hit them and leave them. You're not you're not the kind of guy who like goes to like a big baseball field when no one's using it and just like chip uh, back and forth through the. Also, outfield. the golf balls I'm hitting over my house into the woods are junk balls to begin with. The ones I find on the course that have like a cut in them and stuff mm. that have been hit by the mower. Or yeah, yeah. Um, so how was your sports week, man? Um. I didn't really bother with the Pens games. Well, um, they were kind of meaningless. Kind of meaningless. Kind I mean, of. The last I mean, the Ottawa game, game mattered, but the la- well, the Ottawa game mattered for a point or two. You know, it didn't really matter on getting to the playoffs. It mattered on who we played. Yeah, and who we play is Philadelphia. And we'll get into that. Yeah, there's definitely but, there's definitely issues with Philadelphia. Like they yeah they trigger a lot of emotions. Oh, um, they so we're we're gonna talk emotions. about that a little later. But yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the Pens. I you know I had other stuff going on. Um, I carved out a chunk of time to watch Crystal Palace play because they were on CNBC on Saturday morning against Bournemouth, and it's a winnable game. So is that like a, so is that like six a.m.? No, it was ten a.m. Alright, yeah. 10 a.m. So 10 a.m., so it's like... 7 o'clock their time. No, it's a, it's a five-hour difference, so it's like 3 p.m., you know? Um, and then they have, okay. like... And then, like, the noon game is, like, 5.30 for them. And then if they have, like, a 2.45 game, it'd be, like... That's, like, a night game. You know, that's, like, a 7.30 kickoff, basically. Okay. So, anyway, like, this this was, like, a little afternoon affair, and... Uh, it's been a while since I've been to Europe, so I forget the... It's it's six hours ahead in in London and like it's seven hours ahead in Paris, and it's so fi- forth. it's five to London. It's six to like Central Europe. Um, yes, yeah. it changes. They they do their daylight savings like more on an old schedule, whereas like we started doing our daylight savings a little earlier in the spring. Yeah. So there's like a window where like, you know, your soccer game that you used to like to watch every week at 10 a.m. would come on at 11 a.m. Or like Champions League doesn't start until 3.45 and you're like, what the hell am I doing? I got to leave work in an hour. Like, I can't start watching a game now. Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, I'm not a huge soccer fan like you are. Um, we do have a soccer team here in Pittsburgh, which is doing quite well. Well, um, so un- they, they are unbeaten. They are unbeaten. That is big. They are unbeaten. They're, they're, um, they are uh, 1-0-2. Right. Uh, that would be the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They're a big plus four on the goal differential. So that moves them up into the standings because we discussed last week about how the goal differential and so forth falls into the record with ties and whatnot. Um, so the Riverhounds, um, they did have, I watched the video uh, this week on their Facebook page that said, you want to see goals? Check this out. And there were four goals uh, over Toronto Football Club 2, which is the undercard to uh, the Toronto uh, MLS team. Right. They're like the JV squad. Right. So they, they play in a, in a lower league than MLS, and the USL is directly below the MLS. Right. So that's where they, they line up and they play a professional game every week. They're just, you know, not... Not quite ready for the the big club yet, uh, and it, but, or for the Riverhounds for that matter. Apparently, but in that game, forward, uh, no, I'm probably gonna mispronounce this, and you probably will too. Uh, Nico, I got Nico. Yeah. I got Nico Brett. Nico Nico Brett. Nico Brett. He was named USL Player of the Week. Uh, he had a hat. His he had a hat trick, and it's his first career hat trick. Um, in a soccer game. Now, I'm relating this to hockey, which would be three goals in the game. Same. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know in hockey, a, a natural hat trick is three goals without in a period without anyone else scoring a goal. Yeah. Um, they so, don't really make that distinction in soccer. It's it's so rare in soccer, I guess, that there's there's no need Um to right. make that distinction a lot. In most cases, you'll find, like, if someone gets a hat trick, they might be the only person to score. Right. Period. So that, well, that takes away part of the part well, of the charm uh, of a natural hat trick is that yeah. you score three goals before anyone else on your team scores any goals. Right. And, and, and in hockey, they, they've relinquished it to three goals before anyone else scored a goal to be a natural hat trick, but then yet you can still have a hat trick. Yeah. And we see a lot of guys in hockey that, you know... They got two goals in a game, and the other teams pulled the goalie, so they put them out there, right? No matter what line they're playing, to just get them a chance to score the goal, uh, right. an empty netter. That doesn't happen in soccer. Like you, you might get up against a team that just doesn't want to play anymore, but they don't actually literally take the goalie out. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a little bit harder to get a hat trick in soccer. I mean, there's less scoring in soccer. So a hat trick at any level is very impressive. And congratulations to Nico Brett, well-deserved USL player of the week. He is. Um, so the Riverhounds are also going to play this week, Ottawa. The Ottawa Furries. Is that what that says? Uh, Fury. The Ottawa Fury. Furries. They should uh, be the Furries. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Cause we're in Pittsburgh and you want to talk about furries and it's a, the 4th of July weekend. Is that is, when it is again? Uh, it's typically, I don't know for sure, but the 4th of July weekend furry conference. That's not really a and conference. So forth. Eh, Anthrocon. It, okay, it's a convention. It's a convention. It's, it's not a conference. They don't yeah. have like meetings and like breakout sessions. Yeah, I mean, no. 
for suit maintenance. Yeah, but they're for boss ass winners. But it's the Fury, the Ottawa Fury, FC. That's another Canadian team. They are, but they are not an MLS team masquerading as a USL team by sending a bunch of scrubs. They are just the the main team in Ottawa, and I'm I'm sure Ottawa wants to get into MLS just like all these other USL markets like Cincinnati, for example. Um, but they're not. Um, so, you know, that could be a good conference rivalry for, for Pittsburgh for years to come because they're not, they're not like second fiddle to like the, the A squad that plays in MLS. Like they are the best team in Ottawa. Right. And also like you don't get to hear any jokes about skating on the damn canal during, (laughs) during American soccer season. So please do tune in for the Riverhounds versus Ottawa Fury. Promise you won't hear one story about people ice skating to work. That Although is, it is still like forty degrees out in Pittsburgh, so well, I mean, we did. Ha- I woke up with snow this morning on the car. Uh, Same. Amanda and I went to work, and I'm mm-hmm. like, God, to clean snow off the car. Oh, it was it's wiper. April. It was just wiper snow, man. Uh, yeah, uh, but I, I live in Mount Lebanon. Oh, so I had to clear it off the roof. Yeah, well, that's not just Lebanon; that's statewide. Yeah, it's statewide, but Mount Lebanon's the only one that forces it. That's where they get you. <laughs> Exactly. There's all kinds of laws that are the law of the whole statewide. And Malibu's the only one Yeah, yeah like Malibu. jaywalking. Yeah, yeah. Malibu's like, oh, what? You jaywalked. Take it. Yeah. There it is. Um, but no, it's it's a great time. Um, Matt and I are going to get to a um, Riverhouse game this year. Whether he goes by himself. No, we're going to get. Yes, exactly. No, no, no. no. We're <laughs> going to get himself. together. We're going to get together. And I'm sure you're going to go to more than one game. By yourself, but we're gonna get together and go to a Riverhouse game, and we're gonna have some beers and watch some soccer, and hopefully the Riverhounds win. Um, that's a goal. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Totally we're gonna, gonna go. Happen. We're gonna go Riverhouse game. Oh my god, we're gonna take the T down Station Square yeah. and get a Riverhouse game, and that that would you know that's what we need. Like we need more of a presence in the South Hills. Because, like, you know, like, part of, like, English soccer culture is, like, riding the trains around to get to places. Yeah. And there's actually, like, like one of the, like, feats of, like, hooliganism would be to try <laughs> to get there without paying. And so they would all just, and they, they would, like, wear, like, regular clothes instead of, like, jerseys because they didn't want the, like, security guards to be onto them. But then all of a sudden, like, somebody's cue, they would all just, like, jump the turnstiles at the same time. And here comes the train, and they just jump right on, and there's really nothing you can do because there's like fifty of them. Well, yeah. But so we, we need to get like a whole bunch of people up to like Castle Shannon, <laughs> and just like sit at McMinn's, and then just like bum rush the tea, oh, and get tasered yeah. somewhere in Wood Street before we even get anywhere close to the stadium because well, we're no, too drunk. If we went to Wood Street, we went too far. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, we need to, we, you gotta have captains, you gotta have leaders, you gotta have yeah. like you know someone who's sober. All right, to we, marshal that. All right, do you think we could get like a, um, a, a, a Dormont, Lebo, Shannon, Green Tree, like Riverhounds crew together to like go down and like just be like soccer hooligans? Because I, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of soccer. I'm learning from you, and I've seen movies and so forth with soccer hooligans. Mm. I wouldn't mind being a soccer hooligan. Yeah, you could definitely, like, throw some. Uh, I mean... I, 
I think the I don't know, like I wouldn't want to be a hooligan. I think I think it's kind of stupid when when like people mimic a lot of that stuff because like it's just like like there's like sociological reasons for the hooliganism in England, but like in America it's just like people who want to be copycats. Right. You know, like people in this country who are actually like oppressed, like don't go to soccer games to like you know, have their protests. So it's kind of not well, real. Like on the other hand, you've got like the the Minnesota MLS team they have an official, like, socialist supporters group okay. called the Red Loons. And they actually, like, organize, like, you know, cheers and banners that, like, have to do with, like, socialism. Well, I know the whole soccer hooliganism came about political protests and so forth. I was just thinking more along the lines of, like, fights and bar brawls. But, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how many know. Canadians are going to come down for this Ottawa Fury game, but I'd probably feel bad beating them up. Well, Canadians are awesome. They're great people. Yeah, they are. And they're so kind. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> Ottawa, you know, like, they're not even, they're not fully, like, enmeshed in, like, the weird cult of Maple Leafs fandom or of, like, the general, like, Canadian hockey media. So, I mean, I'd, I'd rock with some Ottawa people. I you do. Know? Now, if Baltimore still had a team, oh. like, that would be, I went and saw the Baltimore team. Play, uh, but if Baltimore had a team, like, Browns. screw you, you're done. But they brought, Baltimore. like, one guy, and he was, like, just standing up, like, screaming his head off by himself, so you had to respect him. Uh, you know, it's, I, I don't want to fight soccer fans in this country, because there aren't enough of them. No, there's And, not. like, you know, like, we don't, we don't want to get soccer banned, because, like, you know, we're kind of, like, getting away with, like, you know promoting European socialism, like, right under their noses, Steve. <laughs> and, and they're letting us have it because it sells beer sponsorships and there aren't any fights. Well, yeah, there's that. We, if we started fighting, they would all, all, all of a sudden, there'd be all these, like, Hannity stories about, like, soccer hooliganism. Well, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to go to Riverhouse game and enjoy ourselves and drink, like, dollar beers until kickoff. All right. And then have some fun. Well, we'll have some fun, but like, you know, let's let's keep it like somewhat PG thirteen. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll keep it okay. We can't do that. I live in the city, okay, man. Rated R, rated R. We'll give it rated R. Rated R. You know what? Like, no, I think that's seriously like a thing, though. Like, so that's another difference. Like in England, like the, the songs that they sing, they're they can be filthy. Yes. And nobody's, like, policing that, and it's funny, and people laugh, and it's just like, hey, you know, don't take your kid to, like, sit, you know, with all with all the hooligans. Yeah. If you don't want them to hear, like, the F word. Right. But in, in, the, in the U.S., it's different. Like, the teams, they want people to cheer, but they don't want it to be, like, not family-friendly, because their target market is, like, kids who play soccer. Yeah. So, like, Which, the, like I went the to little a game, kids are, like, Bethel Park soccer <laughs> team. Well, no, like, I, mean, I went to a, I went to a game at Chartiers Valley, and they were chanting like, like there, there's a soccer chant where they like for a certain player they'll they'll say like you know he's here he's there he's fucking everywhere, yeah, and then they'll like say his name and clap, and like the cleaned up version that they were doing at the Riverhounds game was like he's here he's there we're not allowed to swear, ah, and it's like it's fun you know and it's like kind of like mildly subversive because they're like making fun of the rules that they have to follow but like yeah. You know, it's, it's got to be clean. I don't know about rated R. Like I said, I'm, st I'm sticking to, like, an edgy, like, PG-13. All right. We'll go. If it is R, it's, like, just, like, like an American Pie R and not, like, a Scarface. All right? Can we <laughs> all keep right, it all right. that? Yeah, we're good with that. You know, we can joke about, like, you know, 
pies in that fashion, but yes, we're not, not going to do any coke or shoot anybody. Promise? Promise. Okay. Promise. I'll do that. Now, if you want to do coke and shoot people, you go to Augusta, Georgia. Exactly. Every April for the Masters. Every Steve, April for it. the Masters, we're going to do cocaine, and we're going to shoot people um, at, in Augusta, Georgia, because they don't like blacks. No. Um, <laughs> That's not what I said at all. Well, it was until Tiger Woods started playing golf. Was Tiger Woods even there this weekend? Tiger Woods was there. He was not um, relevant uh, at all, uh, especially after the first round. Um, uh, the, the whole Tiger phenomenon, which was there in the late 90s and early 2000s of Tiger, Tiger, Tiger and blowing up uh, was awesome because he was. Now he's had three back surgeries, two knee surgeries, uh, and this is the first time in three years that he's played tournaments. But yet... He hasn't won. Well, I mean, he's getting to that age where he's, I mean, he's, he's, well, th these are like, this, all right, look, like how, how many years was it? Like they're talking about Mickelson, right? Like, well, the lefty, kid, the yeah. kid that he was like waiting for that one year that he was like playing in the masters and had his like pager, like that kid is now like going to college and like being in commercials. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about literally a generation ago. Is when these these guys these older guys were like tops and like uh, we need to get over um, we need to get like people in like people who like hockey aren't like burning a candle for like Chelios to come back and make hockey matter uh, again Chelios. you know what I mean like they, like why can't golf just like embrace the young talent that they have so like Spieth almost made a run if Spieth had like Spieth come out of nowhere run. to beat to he beat Patrick run. Reed. That would have been amazing. Like, it would, would have been, been talking awesome. about Tiger now. I don't know. You brought up Tiger to begin with. That's not me. No, I'm but bringing like, up Tiger because... Did you watch the Masters? I did watch all the Masters. So were I you happy about, like, did, I, did you think it was I was compelling? I was upset that um, Ricky Fowler didn't get one more birdie or yeah. Patrick Reed didn't bogey a hole. Well, that was the thing. Like Patrick I wanted to Reed, see, I, I wanted to see a playoff, and I, I, I was pulling for Fowler the whole way. Um, also with Tiger, I watched Tiger. Of course, I watched Tiger because you know what? Hey, the Masters, all they showed was Tiger the first two days. It's like because oh. that's what, because that's the only thing that and they're like, selling it. And they're selling it. And I get they're selling it because people like. But I think. Like, Tiger's over. Tiger's over, and Tiger's casual over. fans are having a hard time adjusting. But like, you're a more sophisticated golf fan than most people I know, Steve. So like, you can appreciate a tournament that has like guys like Spieth and Patrick Reed and Ricky Fowler and Stenson, you know, and this John Rom guy. Like, oh, I John Rom. I mean, was... like, it was interesting oh. to watch. But like, my whole thing was I watched it Saturday. Like, most of it Saturday. And then Sunday, like, I had some errands to do early, and it was, like, 5.30 by the time I got to the TV. And, like, some guys had moved around, but Patrick Reed was still, like, right where he was when we last saw well, him at, like, minus 14. 
Well, and like he week, he just set himself apart. Well, last week we talked about the par three, and the Sterling Masters, and we had um, uh, what the hell was his name? What Finau with his Finau ankle. Yeah. with his ankle, and they kept talking about it. Finau, he almost like he yeah. led the Masters after day one. He was the leader. That's yeah. All right, so. Tony Finau. He's just putting the ball in the hole. Hey, hey. Putting the ball back in the socket. After day one, <laughs> Tony Finau led the Masters. Who's a no name in the PGA Tour. And after he just blew his ankle out and popped it back in. Did you see the pictures of his ankle, by the way? No. No, I didn't. Uh, I don't work in orthopedics in like Augusta, Georgia, well, so I don't need you know to what, look at it. You, you know what? They're online. You can look at him on your own time, because I don't, don't have time him. for that. I don't. I, I don't want to see him I again. Don't have time for that. You don't have time for. I'll uh, watch two episodes I, of Heart to Heart when I get home tonight. But I will wait, not find time. You're watching Heart to Heart, of course. Of course, man. Man, what channel is that on? It's on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Uh, I uh, I don't think I get that channel. No, I get it. I don't get regular Hallmark. But I but I get like the and you know what the Movies and Mysteries channel is not bad. Uh, like but it's no, like reruns. But, but, it's but like the reruns show, of Heart to Heart. Shows all the show Heart to Heart was awesome. It still is. Uh, it still is awesome. Did you see my Instagram? Like there was this episode I, where I don't have he Instagram. Plays, okay, well, there's this episode where Jonathan Hart plays in a doubles tennis match, and his doubles partner is Martina Navratilova. Uh, oh, and it's like so great, and I like took screenshots of it because like you know. I just, I got the DVR. I was like, I don't usually pause TV and take pictures of things, but I was like, this is too good not to share. Heart to Heart was a great show. But like, I mean, the opening the to it with the... With the cars? With the Mercedes oh, so and great. the That's Ferrari. That's such a sweet car. And, that Mercedes. And, you know, the Mercedes and the Ferrari just playing together and the wife and the husband. And, Stephanie um, Powers drive Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, seriously, like, that's, you know, I'm just saying, like, I... Do you have time for that? I will watch golf. I will yes, not, folks, I will not old. seek out we ankle like injuries. Eight, we, we, yes, folks, we're old. We like 80s shows. I watch YouTube videos about how to operate and maintain power equipment. Like, I don't have time to look at ankle injuries from golf tournaments that happened a week ago. So, um, Heart to Heart, main character, was it Was it Robert? Reed? Robert Wagner. He's been Robert in the Wagner. Movie. Yeah. He's making headlines and not the good kind that you want. Oh, what do you do? Like, the, you know how like he was married to the actress Natalie Wood? Okay. And she, like, drowned off the coast of California? Sure. Well, it was always, like, oh, an accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. But something came out recently where, like, you know. Well, well Robert Wagner. I don't know Wagner, the whole story, but. For those of you youngins, Robert Wagner also played. Uh, I'm not a youngin. I also don't really know that much about it. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 but for those of you youngins, Robert Wagner also played in um, Two and a Half Men. He was in that. He was in... Um, he was Dinozo's dad. He was Dinozo's dad in NCIS. Exactly. That's what it has to yes, do with sports. It was. Because <laughs> Dinozo played Ohio State basketball. Did he? He did. Okay. <laughs> Denozo played D1 Ohio State basketball in NCIS. That's what it was. So, Robert Wagner is amazing, by the way. And possibly a murderer. Eh, maybe. 
And Patrick Reed won the Masters. He did. And the Riverhounds <laughs> won. And the Pirates are good. Well, we'll get into the Pirates here in a little bit. But, definitely, Riverhounds, they are on a 1-0-2 oh, uh, record for this season. That's five points out of... Like, I haven't looked at the standings, but they've only been playing four weeks. So, like, the best you could be right now, if you played all four weeks, and the Riverhounds only played three, but the best you could be right now is 4-0, and oh, 12 points. Well, let's see. Riverhounds... They'd be on five. Five points. Well, well, but that's, yeah. like, that's like two victories behind, the, in well, theory. Well, they have four goals. Mm-hmm. Zero losses and two ties. Yeah. So I'll get on the standings at the first break. And... No worries. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. And we'll be right back after these messages from Sorgatron Media. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Hey, folks, we're back after that little break. Uh, our friends at Sorgatron Media gave you a great outlook on what's going on uh, with them with uh, the Wrestle Show, as well as, um, you know, awesome casts. So, so like, did they do a WrestleMania thing? They did. They did do a WrestleMania um, thing going on. Uh, I don't know anything about WrestleMania. I don't know anything about wrestling. Uh, I read bits and pieces. I, he- I hear about stuff on a couple podcasts I listen to, but like I'm, I'm not as into it as I used to be, and I, I was never really that into it, uh, but I just used to watch it all the time. You know what? I-, I watched WWE when it was WWF, um, and when I was a kid, and, you know... Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and those guys were, you know, Hulk Hogan and, you know, um, Andre Giant. You know, they were guys that I watched. Um, I was somewhat fortunate growing up that uh, Bruno San Martino used to swim in my grandmother's pool. So. I Grandma mean, must have had a big pool. It was a very big pool. And when you're like f- four years old, it's always a big pool. Well, yeah. I mean, I, but I mean, but yeah. Bruno's a big guy. Uh, he was at one point in time. He's not anymore. Um, I mean, we all shrink a little bit. Always. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my, you know, my, my grandmother's house was in McCandless and Bruno lived in McCandless and you know it was it, you know I was a little kid I was a little kid and one of my memories of being at my grandmother's house was having Bruno Bruno San Martino swimming in my grandmother's pool. That's pretty awesome. Um, pretty and awesome. I I can't tell you much other than that he was there and I was there and I was like yeah okay and my grandma was like you know who he is I'm like. No, he's like that's Bruno San Martino. He's a professional wrestler, and he's swimming in our pool. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, how about this week in Major League Baseball? It's been awesome so far this year. Like I'm, 
I'm really enjoying all the great storylines, like um, Giancarlo Stanton getting booed. He's um, gotten booed as a Yankee. Shohei Otani, the Japanese Babe Ruth. Oh, check him out. Check him out, man. Hitting home runs. Like, he's a pitcher. Down. He's, he's a pitcher, but yet is the DH. So the only time it's he does It's been exactly 100 years since Babe Ruth. Yes, 100 like Babe years. Babe Ruth stopped doing the pitcher-slash-fielder thing when the Red Sox traded him to the Yankees, which, if you remember, the curse of the Bambino yes. started in 1918. Yes. And it's 100 years ago. I'm also So Red this Sox guy Otani was... And he had a bad spring. He did have a bad and, spring. And some there were people saying they should have left him in AAA. But, like... I don't know why they would... Leave. Okay, why would you leave him in AAA? You paid a posting fee just for the right to talk to him. Um, yeah. I think it's how it worked. I think you paid him. I think you paid a posting fee, and then he had to pick you. Like he, he didn't want to go to the Yankees. Apparently, he didn't want to go to New York. Um, Anaheim's a good fit for him because they're like, they're not the Dodgers. They're not as good as the Dodgers. Not even close right now. But they're also like um, in LA, you know. Yeah, they're not. I mean, L.A. is closer to Japan than just about any other city in the United well, States. You know, what, maybe LA, like Anchorage. I don't know the curvature of the Earth, if you believe in that. I mean, but, uh, L.A. has the Dodgers and they have the Lakers, and then Anaheim has the Angels, and L.A. slash Anaheim has the Clippers. Yeah, well, so, Anaheim doesn't have the Clippers, but like what you're saying is there's a hierarchy, and like the Dodgers. And the Lakers are like the top team right. in that market. They are. In their respective sports. And the Kings in hockey um, are the top hockey team. And like, I don't know I don't know how it's going to shake out with soccer because they got an expansion team in LA. This well, year. but they got two football teams. They got two football teams who both play in the same stadium. Uh, right now. No, not not now, but they will. Well, yeah. They like, will right, play in the same stadium. Yeah, the right Chargers, I think the Chargers should stay at Home Depot Center with their <laughs> like 40,000 seats. Oh but yeah, they're not they're not going to do that because like they they would never have left San Diego if they hadn't signed the lease where they're going to move into the the new Rams stadium as like tenants. Yeah. So, but is it going to be called Rams Stadium or is it going to be called they're, they're whatever sure, whatever .com Center? Stan Kroenke, who owns the Rams, and also you know he's the one who moved them from St. Louis, and they were the Edward Jones Dome. Yep. So he'll sell the naming rights, I'm sure. Um, um, just just like he sold the naming rights for Arsenal's stadium in London. Where oh, because you know what? Team. Old Giants Stadium, where the Giants and the Jets played. Yeah. Uh, they built a new stadium, which is MetLife Stadium, mm -hmm. which is where the Giants and the Jets play. Yeah. So, but like I think they just they, put a corporate name on it. They they always they always will. Um, I mean, there's a couple exceptions, but you know, it's like just it's just the way it goes now. I mean. You know, Wrigley Field is a naming rights. I mean, like, think about it, you know what I mean? I mean, they owned the team, but it was all part of their business. It you is. Know? I mean, it's not, it's not like the Wrigley's gum company is still paying money to the Cubs every year to have their name on that thing. But at the time, it was like, you know, who am I? What's my business? Exactly. What's my name? You know, let's name it that. You know, but that's, that's like, not the point. Like, the point is the Angels have a pitcher who's really exciting. Who's also a fielder who can hit, and he plays every day. Or he didn't, I don't think he didn't play the day after he started. I think they gave him well, that day yeah, off from the lineup. Yeah, yeah. He, but still, he, like he's, he's a DH, 
But so, we're all just we're just trying to bury the lead right now because we don't want to talk about it because I don't know if I'm afraid to jinx it or if I don't want to give them the credit that they deserve. He said he said three home runs. So he said three home runs, but you know who else is hitting balls out of the ballpark? Gregory Polanco. Oh, Gregory Polanco is hitting home runs right now. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna try his name. Ian, no. Colton, shoot, Colin, Colin Moran. I keep wanting to call him Ian Moran because I like the Penguins guy. But Colin Moran hits home runs. Gregory Polanco hits home runs. Pirates are, what, 8-2? and two? Uh, No, they're 10-2. and 10-2? They ruined the Cubs' home opener tonight, this afternoon. Yeah, they did. Um, and you know, it's, you know what's sad is that I saw Hess the other night. He's our Mets fan. Uh, well, well, Hess is our Mets friend, yes. He loves the Mets, and I hadn't followed the Mets. But I was, like, so high on the Pirates having a good record. It was Sunday, so they, they won on Sunday. They lost Saturday, but they won Sunday. And I was like, so, Mike, how are those Mets doing? And the Mets are just as good as the Pirates right now. It's way too early. It's way too early. But I, I do have to say, like, if the Pirates are winning, I'm here for it. You know what? And if they have a win. If they're above five hundred, the first night someone says, "Hey, Matt, do you want to go to a pirate game?" Like, I'll go. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, and you know I've talked about this, and I'll try to get cheap tickets or free tickets. No, there's no tickets. I can get comp tickets. <sighs> I mean, all right. I'm all about not putting money into Nutting's wallet. Well, then you need to cancel your cable, bro. No. I, he gets TV money. He gets TV money. You pay like I, three bucks a month I, for AT&T Sports. I do. And that goes straight into Nutting's wallet. I know. And it sucks. I guess you could get like a limited package like where there's no sports you know, channels. You know what? And it would be horrible for my life. It would be horrible. Um, so you're supporting the Pirates. I'm actually right now at the lowest cable package I have. I'm at the lowest where I, I where I only get right now ESPN 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I don't even get ESPN like news and classic and all that bullshit. I, I get, get all that. I get ESPN 1 and 2. I get There's a lot of shows on there I want to watch, but I can't watch that are on the cable package. My bundle um, is sports and news heavy. But I don't get like cooking channels. Well, like I don't, I don't get like, like I said in the last segment. Can I don't we get... trade? I'll trade you my cooking channels for, what? you know, sports and news. You don't want sports to go away. I don't want sports to go away. I, I want more. Um, I tried to, can- I, I tried to cancel the news. I really uh, did. I was like, I'm sick of the news. I'm sick of the bullshit. Can we just not watch it? And then we don't watch it. And then I'm like, hey, since we haven't watched the news in like two months. Can we just cancel it and like yeah. replace it with cooking shows? And no, because it's you know in the news it's important. Like what if like a thing happens? Like I don't know. What if a thing happens? Who cares? Uh, right now uh, the thing that's happening is the pirates are winning. And the pirates are winning. And they're ten and two. And people are fighting about it. And I'm so sick of like this boycott shit. And like, so uh, I'm just so- do it. I was talking to someone who entertained clients at the home opener. All right. And even she was like, I'm still boycotting. I was like, but like you don't have to like. Your company's not boycotting, you know? Yeah, your company's still pay for the seats Your company's paying for the seats because that's how you entertain clients. Right. And if you can entertain a client 
in April when it's 35 degrees out, then like good for maybe you. Maybe it's not about the ball game, and maybe it's about your presentation. Yeah, give yourself some credit. Yeah, but at the totally. same time, like you got to go somewhere. You can't you can't just be like let's go see a movie. You know, you can't talk in a movie. You got to talk deals. You got to talk business. Like guess what? I got 82 nights that you can talk business, eat a pretzel, drink a beer, expense well, everything. Well, you know what? Our uh, our editor uh, used to work at uh, I know PNC Park, and it's not good. And she was in a club level, and um, she resigned because attendance is uh, not good. Well, no, no. I mean, because people aren't spending money. She resigned prior to the season coming up, but it was for her own. Uh, personal views and this, that, and the other thing, and and what we have going on here at Bull Pittsburgh and everything else. Um, but she saw a decline in, in bring home money. Sure. So, you know, and from what I see on TV and so forth, the section that she was working was very minimal. Yeah. They're all very minimal. Yeah. But it's uh, minimal. Like, I've seen other games, and it's minimal everywhere. Yeah. The weather's bad. People weather's aren't ready bad. to go to ball games. Well, you yet. know what? I mean, okay. So, the Pirates-Cubs game a couple nights ago, or a couple days ago at this point. No, this is the first Pirates-Cubs game was today. Well, yeah, today. The game prior, it was scheduled for yesterday. So, yeah, they had, they had snow and slush on top of the tarp. Yeah. So, so we're recording on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. The Pirates-Cubs game was scheduled for Monday afternoon. Did you know that they played the White Sox game across town? I know! I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck, right? But which grounds crew wins the, wins the Olympics that, that day? Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, it's it seemed like, um, I mean, maybe Wrigley got more snow because it's, like, right by the lake and everything. Nah. It's all kind of by the lake. Actually, it's a big lake. Like, you don't have yeah, to be, it's like... it's a big lake, but you know what? That I, close I, to the lake I, to feel I, it. You know what, but here's the lake, and here's the snow region. It's like, it comes off the lake and dumps here. I mean... I don't know. So, I, when I when I, when I I saw on Twitter that, like, the Cubs grounds crew was, like, spraying the slush with a hose... They did that... Brother, that, when it's 35 degrees and you've resorted to a hose outdoors... They did that like, shit... Like, you've already that, lost. They did that shit in the Pirates game for their home opener to spray the field down for the... Because we had snow... Spray, the they were spraying before. the infield. Yeah. The, the Cubs were spraying the tarp. Uh, they were, like, trying to, like, flush the slush into foul territory. Mm. And it was, like, really... Like if that's your if that's your approach, like if those are your cards, I mean, you better just fold it, son. Uh, but like the pirates are good. They're doing well. They're doing and, well. And, There's and, no denying. There's other teams that are also doing well, and it's a long season. It's but a like, long season. All I want is to be optimistic, well. and I can't. I can't be anything I, but optimistic I, right now. I'm I'm very optimistic, and I want to be a boycotter. A boycotter of PNC Park that has the Pirates go to the World Series. Oh, really? They're not going to go. If they go to like the wild card game and you get a free ticket? I'm still turned down. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. If they, yeah, if they go to a Game 7 of the NLCS... I'll turn it down. And you get a free ticket. 
I'm not going to PNC Park this year. If TJ Watt walks into your bar and says, like, would you, Steve, like to come to watch Game 7 of the NLCS with me, Steelers linebacker TJ Watt? It's, You're saying no? Um, yeah. I'm not going to PNC Park this year. But if there's, like, a concert? No. Okay, so what's his name? Let's play a concert at PNC Park. I'm not going to PNC Park this year. I don't know. Are there any? Like, I mean, like, Yeah, there's there. uh, uh, um, Matt Dillon or somebody. Matt Dillon is not playing a concert no, at PNC Park. Uh, it, I'm not talking about Sky Blast or, or like, the, the. I'm not talking about, like, I don't mean a concert that's, like, part of a Pirates presentation. No, there like, is. I'm a, talking about, like, when the stadium is empty and then they show up and they set up a stage and a band comes like you you would not go to that like i don't know how i'm sure nutting makes money off that maybe no i don't know if he does he doesn't I'm, own the stadium i'm not going to pnc park this year all right that's three times folks that's three times i'm not going to pnc park this year at all man you're serious saying it four times makes you more serious than saint peter yeah saying a lot I really hope they go to the World Series. I really hope that I'm made a fool of. I really hope that, hey, it takes a boycott to make some shit happen. But I'm not going to PNC Park this year. Okay. At all. You can give me a free fucking Lexus Club ticket front row sitting next to Bob Nothing. <laughs> I'm not going. Man. You know, I know where Bob Nothing sits. And it's not front row, by the way. But front row is not that good, to be honest. No, it's you not. gotta be up a little higher. I mean, there's yeah. a reason they put there's a reason they put bleachers at like the first baseball diamond. You know, yeah, yeah. like it's hard to watch games when you're on like the same level as I mean, the players. I'll go to Cincinnati. I'll go to Washington. I'll go to Camden. I'll go to you know Shea. Well, they don't play in Camden. Know. They may I, actually. I don't know. They may this year. Camden? Yeah. Why? Camden Yards? Oh, Camden Yards. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like Camden, New Jersey. No! Shit, nobody wants to go to Camden, New Jersey. I'm Camden, New Jersey. I saw, I saw some good concerts there. I mean... They have a minor league team there. Uh, uh, you just scared me. Like, I thought the Pirates <laughs> were going to get, like, dropped down to, like, whatever like whatever league the, the Camden team is from. Like, A-ball. They're not, they're, they're not even the Phillies AAA affiliate. Like, I, don't, I don't even know. No, no, no. Camden, New Jersey is a horrible place to go unless you're going to the Tweeter Center. The Tweeter but, Center, is that still what it's called? Like, yes. I, I went there when it was the E Center. Yeah, it's the Tweeter Center. And then center, it was the Tweeter so, Center, and yeah. I also went to the Tweeter Center, but that was like 10 years ago. So, so, so how about, um, I, I will just talk about this, because Matt's not going to. Red Sox. I got, I got Red Sox takes. Hold up, man. Red Sox takes? What do you got? What do I got? Red Sox, man. Come on, they're really good right now. They are really good right now. They're they're uh, ten and one. Uh, Playing great. The Yankees base. like fourteen to one tonight. Oh yeah, it was it it was uh, fourteen to two. Was what they beat the Yankees at. Um, and the and Yankees weren't happy at all, and they they got their asses not. kicked, and it was on national TV. And uh, well, they're also on national TV all week. Yeah. Because it's the Red Sox Yankees, and the only time 
if you're in any other market than New York or Boston, then that you're going to see a New York or a Boston team on TV. See, I feel like it's died down a little bit in the sense that like the whole country used to like pick sides in Red Sox-Yankees. And, and now that the Red Sox have won the World Series a few times and spend like more money than the Yankees, like they don't have their like oh, they don't have their like casual fan following anymore. Speaking like of you're spending, either a diehard Red Sox fan or you couldn't care less about the Red speaking Sox. Speaking of spending more money than the Yankees, the Yankees this year is the first time that the Yankees are under the luxury cap. Yeah. First time in 20 years. Well, they're a very young that team. That the Yankees are under the luxury cap. They're a young team. They are a young team. I mean, they got I, Stanton, but Stanton's on was on his like first like big free agent yeah, move. Yeah. Um everybody else is Aaron like, Judge. It was like Aaron Judge is a rookie deal. Yeah. All those guys are rookie deals. Uh, Stanton was the big splash they made, mm-hmm. big payday. Yeah, but they're and they, they under. Got, they could have kept Todd Frazier, but they, they they're, not, they're they're like the old Yankees. I feel like would have kept Todd Frazier because the, they'd be like, yeah. well, like we're gonna overpay for him because he's established, and, and he's got Yankees a name. He's like, he no, can. he can go, and now and he went to the Mets. Yeah, and I saw the Mets game tonight, and he's uh, you know doing all right. How does Pest feel about that? Um, the Mets won. Well, I didn't ask him about like Frazier. I'm sure he'll be happy. Well, Hess will be the thing fun. about the thing about Hess though is he, that like he's he DPR is the game. He's at work, so right I can't now. talk to him about it until like a, a like, day later. Like he'll he'll like he'll watch like five Mets games like in an afternoon and just yeah. like fast forward through the boring parts. Yeah. So it's just like just let me know, man. Let me know when you're caught up so we can like talk about you know like Jacob yeah. Degrom's start from like a week ago. Oh, well, well Syndergaard's start the other night was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, and right. I don't, and I know Mike saw that game because like I saw him on Sunday. Yeah, so but he as far as it. as far as tonight with Degrom, like he's probably at work right now. You know, it's it's like Wednesday morning here, so uh, we're recording. Mike's gonna be home, and you know he might be I able mean, to catch up on hours. it before he like falls asleep when he gets home from work at seven a.m. You know, but for all I know, like he's gonna save it till Sunday. So if I get to talk to him, I can't say anything about the Mets. Right. Which is just fine as far as I'm concerned because you know what, like. But anyway, how do you feel the Yanks are gonna do this year? Oh. Now, they, now last do you want, year they say they'll win the division. Now last year they went to the playoffs as a wild card. Yeah. And they won the first round, and they went and they lost to the Astros. So. Ashes went on, won the World Series. Um, they're a young team, very young team. Uh, they added Stanton, but after Stanton, they didn't add too much. They're under the um, level of money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so what? Like, I mean, now the Red Sox. Are about a hundred thousand dollars, or sorry, shit, a hundred million dollars over top of right. the Yankees. And this is all like this is all just relative to whether or not they have to pay the luxury tax. Yeah. Maybe more teams should have to pay the luxury tax. 
Maybe we need more leveling. Maybe we need a little more wealth redistribution in Major League Baseball. Like, I'm just saying that as a Pirates fan. I get that. You know, like, I'm saying that as a Pirates fan, and I'm literally playing devil's advocate because, like, I don't even believe it to even make a difference. You know, like, if they're not going to spend the revenue money on reinvesting in the, the roster, then, like, what difference does it make? Like, ideally, you know, I think that there should be, like, a hard salary cap in baseball. Like, it's worked well in every other sport that has it. You know what? In, term, in terms of achieving parity, in terms of, like, having a chance at the beginning of every season, like, look at, like, football. Look at the Rams. Look what they're doing. It's all within a salary cap, you know, but they're upgrading. You know, they're, they're taking advantage of the momentum that they gained from the last couple seasons and from moving to Los Angeles, and they've got Todd Gurley, and they've got Jared Goff, and they're like, let's put some pieces together and make a run at this thing. You know, it's, it's not impossible under a salary cap to, like, make major improvements. You know, you've got to be smarter about it. But, yeah, like, baseball would be better with a salary cap. It wouldn't fix, like, the pace of play issues, so I don't know if it would actually improve the ratings. But I would like, I, as a baseball fan, would like to see the Pirates have a chance every year. And I, I think that they're never going to spend twice what, they, they might increase their payroll a little bit here and there, but they're never going to spend double what they're spending now on players. And that's what teams like the Red Sox are doing. Like, they are spending two times what the Pirates spend on, on players, or more. They're doing that. So, um, there was a team bus tragedy this week. Um, the Humboldt... Humboldt Broncos. Um, Humboldt Broncos. They're from the Saskatchewan Junior Saskatchewan Hockey League. Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League out of Canada. Which, if you don't know, in Canada... Um, is a junior huge, hockey's like, it, huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's a lot of small towns. Like, junior hockey kind of fills a role that, like, high school football does in, in small towns in America. Uh, junior hockey, it's for anyone who's born in North America from the age of 16 to 20. So we're talking about, like, you know, like, juniors and seniors in high school. Um, you know, freshmen and sophomores in college. And, like, Canada does not have, like, college hockey like we have in the United States. So if, if you're, you know, talented in hockey, you go play juniors. And you, you play for a team, and maybe you leave your family, and you go live in a small town um, for four years. You know, like, some junior hockey players that recently, like, Connor McDavid, junior hockey player. These guys... It's a higher level, like, the the, uh, the major, major junior hockey leagues are what, like, uh, the Ontario League, the Quebec League, and the Western League? Uh... Uh, what's that? Thunder Bay? Thunder Bay? Highland. Yeah, that's 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 in yeah. Ontario. That's in the Ontario Hockey League. And then, like, Lemieux played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, the Western Hockey League, which is junior. And they all, they all play together for, like, the, you know, Memorial Cup. And you would think of that as, like, that's basically, like, the D1, like, final of, like, Canadian amateur hockey. Um, so the Saskatchewan League was, like, 
not quite on that level, but still, like, there's, you know, we're talking about kids, and they're all, you know, pursuing the dream of hockey, and they're, they're doing the bus travel because it's, like, you know, they're not high up enough to, like, do, do plane travel. But, you know, it's it's a risk that you take when you go out in, into the, the winter on these highways. Well, well you know what? It's, it, it, it's a risk you, you and I take every day going on the road to go to work. Yeah, going, well... Going, you know, and walking out the house, you know, that I don't get hit by a car on my way to the T. Or you, you know, getting in your car and driving, you know, to the grocery store and mm-hmm. getting hit and so forth. It, it's an accident. This was not planned. This is not a bombing. Well, this of course not. not. A, no, of course anything not. Anything like that. It, it was but an it's, accident. It's a tragedy. It's it's very sad. Like, the, you know, the fact that it's like a small town of 6,000 people, like, I mean, you know how it is in Pittsburgh. I mean, like, we live and die with our teams and... We do. You know, we've got other things going on in this town. We, we didn't always, like, the sports teams kind of, like, helped us keep an identity during some of the years when, like, the mills were down and, like, we hadn't really, like, picked up with tech and hospitals yet. Um, you know, so, like, these teams, like, it's just a sport and it's tragedy, but it's also, like, you know, the, the people who were not directly, like, related to the players who were on that bus, like, it affects them also. And... You know, that's what that says about sports. Like, you know, it's it's not a joke. Like, it's, you know, pe- people's lives, you know, people take, people sacrifice. They, they go out of their way because they're pursuing their passion. They're, you know, they, they're talented in something. And the only way to, like, follow your dream is to get on a bus and to go out and to play your game. And 99% of the time, like, nothing goes wrong. But when it happens, like... You know, every, everyone has to stop and like pay some pay some respects. You know, all the all the teams in the NHL did a lot. You know, in terms of like moments of silence and recognizing what happened. Um, I don't know if you saw Crosby sent that autographed jersey. He got he a did. Pens jersey, but like, got Broncos stitched across the nameplate and had his you know the entire Penguins team sign it, and they sent it to um, you know Saskatchewan. Well, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs to my basement and grab my old school hockey stick and place it out from my door. Yeah. And let it rest there uh, for for them to signify to rest in peace and so forth. Yeah. So uh, if you looked online and anywhere else, that you follow hockey, um, the presence to be known is to have your stick outside. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I will go to my basement and get my stick out. It's not a bad idea. I'm, I'm I have a stick too. I have a couple basement, sticks, and, but yeah, yeah. Like I just think like you know it makes it makes me think about like. You know, there's that Seinfeld where like George is like working for the Yankees or whatever, and he's like talking. He's like, uh, he's like, why, why, why does that never happen that like a sports team like is in a plane crash? Yeah. Like you'd think well, it would happen. It well, did. it actually did it happen. Did. It was the Marshall. It happened at Marshall. <laughs> it happened with Manchester United. Yeah. It happened with that Brazilian soccer team uh, in the Indies. In the yeah. Indies, just yeah. just like last year, 
And no, and like, a, no, what do you mean alive? No, year. no, you're talking about the movie Alive, which was a yeah. rugby team. Yeah. But but Tropicoense, the Brazilian soccer team, mm. also. So like I, whenever I see that episode, like it's just not funny to me, like because like if you if you actually like know your history, like you wouldn't have like made that joke in the first place. You know, it wasn't until after that episode was written that they made We Are Marshall with yeah. Matthew McConaughey, which is like, you know, that's like a big deal, like in terms of, you know, the history of Marshall football. Like I couldn't no. imagine, I couldn't imagine like being like a Marshall booster and like being like, what do you no, mean actually, like no. sports teams don't get in plane crashes? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Matthew McConaughey was so so in We Are Marshall. All right. My phone's out doing something else. You Google Matthew. McConaughey. I will. We got. We got to wrap this up though. I can't. I can't be googling and, and talking to the people. So why don't you take us? All on? right. So we're not taking it out. All right. We'll take us on to our next subject then, and we'll get back uh, to Matthew McConaughey's so, so no, right illustrious career. Uh, uh, NBA folks, we're looking at uh, Raptors, Celtics. Um, my thumb is so fat that it does. Stupid shit. Raptors, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Pacers, Bucks, Heat, Wizards are your East teams. West teams are the uh, Rockets, Warriors, Blazers, Jazz, Pelicans, Spurs, and Thunder. Um, honestly, Matt, what do you do about the NBA? Because I don't know a lot. Other than what I listen to, Stephen A. Smith, and those guys in the morning when I wake up, uh, is what I know about NBA. Well, I met a Rockets fan over the weekend. All right. Um, and the Rockets are better than the, the Warriors right now. Right. I'm kind of pulling for the Rockets. Like, I, I kind of felt that way to begin with. Like, I'm, I'd like to see some change. And I think if any if anybody's going to, you know, beat Golden State in the West, it's going to be the Rockets. So I'm I'm pulling for Houston. Um, I met someone over the weekend who broke everything down for me, like knew a lot more about the the Houston Rockets than I do. And um, you know, I'm going to try to watch them a little bit when, well, when they're on. James, Harden. but like I said last James, week, James Harden's on the Rockets. Oh yeah, so I know yeah, that. yeah, James Harden. They got Chris Paul. Um, yep. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, this is the other person that I didn't, I didn't realize they had, but but yeah, like uh, like for me, it all comes down to like what teams are playing basketball on the nights that the Penguins don't have a hockey game, and we're coming to Penguins playoffs, right? We're so talk like about if, this. So if the Rockets are on, like after a Pens game, like if they're playing out west, yeah, like, I'll check it out. But like, it, I, I love the NBA playoffs, but these past few years, it's it's almost over by the time I get to it because there's so much hockey going on, especially with the Penguins. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and we got the Flyers coming up and we got a segment later to talk about all that. So I'm going to say for my NBA picks, mm. I'd like to see a Philly-Cleveland Eastern Conference Final. That's and a Golden good And Golden State-Houston in the West. Oh. And I think those would be two great series that could draw in a lot of casual fans. And I would also piggyback on you saying Cleveland, Philly, and Houston, Golden State. But with the final being Houston 
and Philly. Oh, you're pointing. The guys told him. Yeah. We're what we are. We we are sports center on. Yeah. While we're as usual recording. We do. Uh, but yeah, so I mean NBA playoffs. Cavaliers, typical Cavaliers drama, but they got LeBron James. So yeah. you know when he when he's ready to like put everybody on notice, he will. Um, Boston was an early favorite, but they just got too many injuries. Washington too inconsistent, probably just missing like a third piece. Um, Indiana surprising team, but I I don't think good enough to to be up there. But like Philly. You know, yeah, with, with Philly, like Philly's Joel there. Embiid, you know, local product TJ McConnell, Ben Simmons, oh. rookie of the year. Yeah. Well, possible rookie of the year. Like I'm I'm liking the Sixers and I think it'll give the Philly fans a good thing to focus on after the Flyers losing four games. Uh and also they could win a championship. Uh four championships in three years. That's too much. I can't handle so. that much. Like I I know. It's already kind of annoying. I know. Just with like Eagles, just with Eagles Villanova, like they're already kind of uh, stepping out. I, I know they're like getting crazy over here. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go ahead and take a break right now, and we're gonna come back. And after you hear these things from Sorotron Media, let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry, right here in Pittsburgh. Online gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast. Hey folks, we're back after that message from Sorgatron Media, and we're going to get into the pens. The boys of the winter. Boys of winter. Getting it going. So Matt, uh, I know you have done a lot of pen games this year, Mm. Um, and you heard most of them on radio. Yeah. But you've seen several. So several. Yes, I have seen several Pens games and I'm prepared to talk about it. So get on talking on. What do you what do you think is going to happen? I'm really worried because it's the Flyers. Uh you and me both because they love to goon it up because we got to play two games there. No matter what. Yep. And, um, well, because this playoff hockey can change the the balance of the regular season. And what, what, what I mean by that is that, you know, we swept the Flyers in the regular season. We did. 4-0. But it, it could also just one game could go the other way very easily. So that's it could have just as easily been they swept us. So um, they started out bad, then they got really super hot, then they kind of like started to fade, then they got back to like normal good, and they're in the playoffs. So you just summed the up year, the Pens and the Flyers kind of, season. Didn't I? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I wasn't the, trying to, but yeah. Yeah, the Pens and the Flyers season hurt. They started out horrible. They got good. The Flyers started worse than the Penguins, which is hard to believe, but they did. That's not hard to believe. Like, no, like they they like the the story of the the Flyers season is like yeah they were so bad and then they got so good 
and it put them in, in the right place. The penguins were just, just bad enough to cause concern, but never more than, like, a couple games out of the playoffs at any point. Like, the Flyers were, like, the worst of the worst at the beginning of the season. So, so how, they're a talented team. So how do you feel about this first-round matchup, really? Pens Might as well get it out of the way, honestly. Take your medicine now. Um, I don't, I don't see a scenario where they would play like Columbus or Washington or who else could they have played? New Jersey, right? In the first round, no, and been better off. Like I see, New Jersey is probably like the most most intimidating team in the field, right? For at least as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned, um. I think I would have preferred most a Columbus matchup in the first round, but that's not how it shook out. So you gotta you gotta deal with what you gotta deal with, and that's the Flyers. Um, the, I don't think that it's a worst case scenario, but it's also not a best case scenario. Okay, so here here here's this: if the Flyers beat the Penguins in a seven game series, are you mad? In a seven-gamer? Yeah, well, it's a seven-game series. So it's a seven-game series. If the Flyers beat the Penguins, and the Penguins dime out in the first round, are you mad? No. No, because, like, first of all, I, I can't get mad at this team. Exactly. For the run they've been on. I, I also typically don't get mad about sports in general, like, because I can't control it, you know? So I'm like, I, I will be sad, I would be disappointed. You know, I, I might be, like, kind of salty for a couple days, but, like, I'm not going to get mad. I don't get mad either. You know? But, yes, like, if, if we go seven against the Flyers and lose in the first round, I'd be a little disappointed. Yes, I will. So... This team right now, the Penguins have, with Crosby, Malkin, Kessel, Murray and Goal, um, Latang on point, and they lose in their first round against the Flyers. Would this be the most upsetting playoff loss compared to the 93 pens. No, nothing's more upsetting than the 93 pens. For me, I mean, for, for my life, like my childhood, you know, when I thought this was like never going to happen again, like that was very upsetting, but... You know, now now that I've, like, lived a while and I've seen, you know, Lemieux retire and buy the team, and then we get Crosby and Malkin and Flurry. Well, we saw and, Lemieux retire twice, so... Right, no, but I'm saying, like, you know, in 93, I probably felt like, well, this is the end of it. Like, this is, like, we never know if the Penguins are going to be good enough again to have a three-in-a-row Stanley Cup championship. And now I've now I've learned that, like, that was actually just something I had to wait for. And if if they can pay it off this year, that'd be pretty awesome. 
but I'm not going to be mad about it because, like, I went all the way from, like, age 13 to age 37 without having seen the Penguins win three cups in a row. And yet, not once have I seen the Flyers win even one. Um, yeah. If you were born 1975 or earlier, you saw the Flyers No, if you are born in 75, you had no clue what was going on. Correct. Like, if you were so, born in, like, depending on how popular hockey was where you grew up, like, if you were born in 68, you probably didn't watch the Flyers win the Cup. If you were born in, like, 65, you were 10 the last time the Flyers won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You're getting there. You're getting up there. You're getting there pretty old. Fuck the Flyers. No, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I went to school with a guy who's a Flyers fan, and he's like he's like the opposite of a typical Philly sports fan. Like he's really chill. He's really like smart and like well educated, and like doesn't smoke crack and like all the things that like you, you assume <laughs> about Philly fans. He's doesn't not any of those crack. things. But like the one year he was in fantasy hockey league with me. Like, he drafted his whole team based on fighting the fighting stat. Like, <laughs> it's so, just it's just it's just their mentality. You know what I mean? Like, they just can't shake it. So, so I I worked at a place in Jersey, on this shore, and Bobby Clark was a regular there. Yeah, and he. Him and his wife were a regular at the bar. He came up to the bar the one night and was sitting there hanging out. And this guy talked to him and was like, you know, you're an asshole. Go fuck yourself. Whatever. Oh, come on. And I'm like, looked at this dude. I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? He goes, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't give a shit. Oh. And I'm like, that's Bobby Clark. He goes... I don't care who he is. I'm like, you know, he made his money and um, he made his money beating people's asses. And he goes, so who cares? He could skate a little too. It's not like he was like an <laughs> MMA fighter. I mean, you know, needless to say, I looked at Bobby Clark. I was like, yeah, I'm your bartender, but go take this dude out. And <laughs> he put his teeth on the bar. I was like, I'll be back. <laughs> and whatever whooped his ass in the bar. And I was like, ah, you lost. Um, that's the Broad Street Bullies. Um, well, like, let's stop with, with this like glorifying Bobby Clark tack that you're taking. Like, this, uh, this makes me very concerned. Like, Let's talk about Philly. Let's talk about the Flyers specifically. Yeah. We swept them this year in a in a four game season series. Remember when we played them eight times in a year and we swept them eight eight all we won all eight games. Yep, that was that. They've swept us for lots of years. They have. There's been some very lopsided rivalries with the Flyers. Mm -hmm. um, the last time we played them in a playoff series was a total shit show. A lot of people say it was the series that like. Proved that Marc Andre Fleury wasn't a wasn't a real NHL goalie. Um, 
he came back and proved everybody wrong. But at the time, it was really hard to watch. And we could just as easily have a hard-to-watch series with the Flyers. And there's not a worse team to go out against. No. Because of the history, because of the rivalry. Yep. I would rather I would rather get swept by Columbus than lose to Philly in seven games. Um, you know what? I would rather get taken out of the first round than in the Eastern Conference Finals. So No. No, yeah. I don't know. I like hockey. I want it to keep going. I want I want more hockey. I want I don't more enjoy hockey watching too. games that don't involve the Penguins. As nearly as much as I like watching the Penguins. So I, I would rather they go to an Easter Conference Final and lose than go out in the first round. Well? I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I know where you're coming from. Like, if it's going to be bad, let's get it over with. Yep. But at the same time, like, I enjoy watching these cup runs. I do They're enjoy watching cup runs. But... Even when they lose, like, I always have good fun times and great memories with friends and... Sometimes drywall gets punctured because they lost. Oh, yeah. And sometimes drywall gets punctured because they oh, won. I got a hole over there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole over there from two years ago. But, you know, I, I don't feel this team can run all the way through. You don't? No, I don't. No. All right, so talk about it. Why do you feel that way? I, I I feel this team will get through the first round against Philly. They'll go in and play the Capitals in the second round. And I think they'll lose in the second round. God, not to the Capitals. Come on. I, I'm sorry. We can't let that happen. I, I don't want it to happen. I know we don't I, have any I, I want to be wrong, but... Yeah. You know, I think they'll they'll go play Capitals stick around and lose. I'd actually rather lose to the Flyers than the Capitals, just because I don't want to give up that chip to play. Whenever I'm talking to someone who's a Caps fan, I'd rather like lose. I, I don't I don't want them to be like, oh, but there was that one time that I'd rather lose to Capitals than lose to the to the Flyers. Now nah, we've lost to the Flyers before, and the Flyers and have gone on, and you know, last time we lost to the Flyers. They went to the their legacy of... was very much in question as a result. Yeah, yeah. Last they time we... rebounded. There is no questioning the legacy of the Crosby Malkin Penguins. Um, they don't no. have Mark Andre this year. Yeah, yeah. But but he's still you know his legacy is intact because Vegas is in the playoffs. Yeah. So are. like w- we would not really be like it would be like one more shot across the bow. In the never-ending naval battle of Penguins Flyers. If Washington were to sink one of our destroyers, it would be an unprecedented feat. So I would rather lose to Philly than Washington. I'd rather beat them both. Don't get me wrong. I would, no. love, I would love to play another series. You know what I want to hear? I want to spend my early June being reminded who Carrie Fisher's husband is. Ah. I, I could live with a, a rematch. I don't think Nashville's as good this year as they were last year. But you know what? Like, I could live with that rematch. All right. I'm I'm looking long-term, man. I'm, I'm not going to lose to the Capitals. That's not happening. 
Alright, so we're not losing to the Caps. Now, we might lose to Philly. We're not losing to the Caps. And then maybe, like, Boston or, like, Tampa is too much for us in the conference uh, finals. But you know what? you got to get there first. got to win four games to advance. I know the team's focused on those four games. Yeah. So, like, let's just relax. Let's focus on Philly. Like, what do they have? What, what You know, goaltending's weak. They can be scored upon. And so can the Pens. Yes, so can the Pens. And that, that concerns me because it comes down to Murray. And I'm reasonably and, and certain and he's still dealing with head issues. And Jari. Jari, too. fine. If, if Jari's the reason, then we're not going anywhere. All right? This is not, this is not like a Flurry-Murray situation. You got one goalie. Yeah. You, you, you dance with what brung you. And, like, Matt Murray's the reason we're in the playoffs. We, yeah, totally. Like Jari, Jari won some games. DeSmith won some games. But the consistency to be a playoff team, like, that starts with your best goaltender and works its way out. We all know what they have on the four lines. We all know the D pairings. We got a goalie who's had some concussion issues. I mean, he didn't play last year in the first round because he got injured in practice. Anything can happen. That's something to be concerned about. Skaters, we're healthy. D, we're healthy. Like, more so than either of the last two years. We just don't have as much depth as we did. We don't have Benino anymore. Every time oh, I hear that Arby's commercial, we, yeah, we have I'm thinking, Ian like, Cole I want Benino. Either. Ian Cole was a bad... Yeah, we don't have Ian Cole. Ian Cole was a bad trade. You Not know. a bad trade. We'll, we will... If we end up winning uh, the cup... Yeah, we if Brassard, we end up winning the so. cup, Broussard will be part of it. Yeah, he will. If we don't, then it might be because Broussard didn't skate. But, like, I don't I don't think, like, a healthy skating Derek Broussard is going to be the reason we lose a game. But, like, yeah, if he's not in there, like, that's a problem because we got essentially nothing for that trade. But if he plays and he's healthy, I think that there will be more nights where we're thankful for him than not. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. It works out. So... Follow us here at Bolt Sports on Twitter at Bolt PGA Sports. Um, on Facebook, Bolt PGH. All the good things. So, at Steve Fernald, at MM Tasty. We will be here and there to talk to you about all the good things coming out. The number one Colin Moran fan site. Oh. At MM Tasty on Twitter. Hey, Yins. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Fernald on Twitter, at MM Tasty on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com. <laughs>